0: Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode, a regular episode.
1: That's true, not a live episode. Not a live episode. Not a bonus episode, but a a regular regular
0: episode. episode. (laughs) Of too many trailers. The the podcast where we talk about two trailers every other week. Uh, Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Hello. Hello
1: everyone. I feel like it's been so
0: long since we recorded. Probably because we didn't record like last time in uh, in this space that we've created as the podcast space. My...
1: Your apartment.
0: My full apartment. Humble abode, (laughs) if you will. My Um, little Shake Shack. (laughs) I I can't. That's the cutest thing I've ever said. (laughs) Let's be real here. My
1: my little shake Shake Shack. I can't.
0: So this week we have two trailers for you as per usual. Why am I speaking like a radio disc jockey that's like, that's a person that's been awake for like six hours? I think
1: the better question in that is why did you call it a radio disc jockey instead of a radio
0: DJ? Look, people <laughs> sometimes don't know what a DJ means. and so I know, just... but I'm
1: surprised that you used the full terminology. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised that you used it, <laughs> I'm just surprised that you used it in this context.
0: Is this a 3am uh, in the morning situation where I'm just over explaining things? That don't need to be over-explained. <laughs> I love Kelsey so much. I just can't even I talk about it. I love you too. So this episode, uh, knowing that we're trying to get to it, uh-huh. um, we're talking about two wonderful trailers. Uh, the first one being uh, Unicorn Store. And the second one is The Public. Ooh, fun. So uh,
1: we've got Unicorn Store, which is going to be released on Netflix. Or so it's, it's t- already been released. Yes, sorry. April
0: fifth was the release date on Netflix. Yeah, and the public, which will have a full theater full release. full theater release uh, this April. I'm not sure exactly when, when but day. we I can. I think this Friday. This Friday. This coming Friday. Which Interesting. The- or oh, wait, no, I think it was April fifth too. Remember we were talking oh, about shit. that. So it each- should. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're both released, and we're just behind. On we're the We're just times. behind the schedule. You know what? Sometimes we have to be behind. Sometimes the times. when you do a
1: live episode, you gotta pick and choose what's gonna be next.
0: Um, it says it's in four theaters yeah. around our oh. area, so I believe it's already been released. But you know what? Can We're we still going to talk about it anyway because we want you guys to see these films. <laughs> Question mark. Well, how do you know? Mark, we'll
1: find out in a few, in a little bit after we talk about
0: them. Probably within thirty and an hour, <laughs> mm-hmm. depending on how long we record for. It. Anyways, moving right along. Right along.
1: Um, Should we uh, jump right into the the behind-the-trailer facts for Unicorn unicorn Store?
0: store? I think so. Um, So, for Unicorn Store, Marianne is doing the whitest dance I have ever seen. I'm just really excited. I know, it's good. Okay, the director is the one, the only, Brie Larson. Marianne is putting out her hands to stop traffic. (laughs) Which, can I just tell you,
1: Uh when I was on her page on IMDB, Uh because I was looking to see what else she's done directing-wise, mm-hmm. which the answer was two other short films. Yes. Um, the things that she is most known for listed on IMDb do not include Captain Marvel,
0: which is it Scott, very it Scott Pilgrim versus the World? It does no. not. Short it was Term like, 12.
1: Room. Short Term like, 12. Room. Yes, 12. 12, yes. And two other ones that I was like, what? What? What are they? I don't remember, but I remember it wasn't Captain Marvel. I was like, right. I think like, it's like too
0: fresh, maybe to like maybe. be like in the Star. Maybe. But I was just
1: like interesting because what it's she's like, going to be like, known for now is Captain. Yeah, Marvel. I
0: mean, it just passed the one billion dollar uh, benchmark for for worldwide box office. We're just going to sip the coffee. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, Brie Larson. Oh, that's hot coffee. <laughs> <laughs> i do that. Yeah. So it's Brie Larson. Our Wonderful director. Our writer is uh, Samantha McIntyre. I hope I said that correctly. Apologies to the McIntyre family if I did not. <laughs> uh, who is our composer? Um, our composer
1: is Alex Greenwald, mm-hmm. uh, who has done some other short films, but nothing else.
0: Okay, cool. So
1: brand new to the.
0: You know what? I like that. Greenwald. It gives a fresher perspective. Doesn't you know right. fall back into the like old like trite. As much as I love our our our. Veterans okay. of the composing world. And our veterans of the podcast. Yes. Sometimes you need some new fresh,
1: fresh, um, not voices.
0: C- linguistic composing skills. <laughs> some fresh sounds? Okay, yeah. Right? Let's go with sure. her. Um, and our and, cast. Yeah, I was going to say, tell us about our cast. Oh, boy, what a cast. Um, so. What a cast. What a cast. So we have Bree Larson. Samuel L. Jackson, Woohoo! Bradley Whitford, Joan Cusack, Woohoo! Martha okay. McIsaac, Anna Lee Ashford, Karen Sony, I believe that's her name, Ryan Hansen, Hamish Linklater, Mary Holland, Tox Ola Gundoye, Emily Robinson, Susan Park, Camille Ben Pornia, and Samantha McIntyre. Our writer was in the movie. So interesting. That's cool. It's a good cast. I agree. So do you want to start the trailer talk? Yeah, let's start it off. Let's start it off. All right. (laughs) What an opening. I think so, too. I think so. Okay, well, let's go through the trailer. We'll we'll see what, like, piques our interest, and we'll go through that. Mm -hmm. So it starts out with Kit painting. um, Looks like on a wall and everything. Kit, our main character, played by Bradley Larson. Larson. Excuse me. Yes, Um, painting, and she's doing this like grand, looks like a mural almost, and she blows the glitter like so wistfully onto the. It looked uh, real gay. It really did, but like in a good way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Are you gay?" In this film? I hope so. No. Well, we don't know that. That other side's not explored. However, anyway. Okay. Moving forward. Um, and then her, like, art professor, I guess, like, drags the red pen all the way down to the zero, and the camera pans out, and to see that these painters have been, or portrait artists have been painting an actual portrait of themselves, rather than a more expressionalistic idea of, of what art is. Um, so we're getting an idea of, like, her personality, and how she kind of, she kind of doesn't fit into the mold, but she, like kind of does at the same right, time. Right, I was like, gonna say,
1: but that's, she's like, she's
0: kind of, like, teeters at the, like, societal norms, kind of.
1: Right, but I was, like, wow, but isn't, like, types of art like this very well...
0: Yeah. Respected? I, yeah, I mean, like, the... It's, that was interesting to me. Right, I think I... <clears throat> okay, spoiler warning, not in the movie. I saw the film, so a lot of my biases might come from the film itself, um, in terms of the trailer talk, I'm just going to try and not reference the film until the very end, but then, so just forewarning if I make anything. Yeah, but it was interesting anything.
1: because then later in the trailer, they're talking about, they're like, oh, she got, you, I got mm. kicked out of art school. And I was like,
0: you got ki- yeah, kicked she out of art school? How do you get kicked, kicked out, out of, of art, art school? school? Right. But this movie kind of gives you the sense of this is going to be one of those Indie dramas. Yes, and it does remind me of Brie Larson's <clears throat> indie drama days. Like she, yeah. she really started out in kind of like small films. Short Turn Twelve uh, is definitely one of them. Highly regarded. If you can find it somewhere, definitely watch it. It's so so good. It's about her working as like a um, a be- behavioral health counselor inside a mental health facility for mm-hmm. teens. Um, and she, honestly, she probably should have won the award for that. I'm just, her Oscar for that, I'm just saying, Room was really good, but this is, like, her movie. because um, I think Room was, like, a, technically an indie drama. It wasn't it really, was really, yeah, indie, right? it wasn't, like, a mass-marketed film. It right. was really popular, but it just, it was, like, a smaller film. Because oh Jacob Tremblay wasn't, like, I love Jacob. I can't say that word. I love
1: James.
0: He's amazing.
1: I loved his socks. that's where he the award shows.
0: So, moving forward. Yes. So, then we see her kind of sitting on the couch, obviously depressed Mm -hmm. and everything because she got rejected. But I feel like this movie is going to be talking a lot about, like, depression and rejection in the millennial age. Mm -hmm. Because it talks about, you know, it shows, you know, moving back into your parents' home kind of being lost in her ways post school what to do which is a lot of what happens nowadays you know after being kind of I don't want to say forced into school but
1: but after you go to school or you go to college or university and you um spend your time there and then it's hard to get a job and then you don't have any money and then you are forced to kind of go back to home or a place where you can live with somebody else so that you can afford to live.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's really what adulthood. Is. I mean, what job right is now. at the moment in as our generation. I yeah. mean, I think that it has to a lot of. It has a lot to do with being like, oh, I got a degree in this, and then no one really showing you that there are more ways for you can, to use your degree. Not so much, oh, I have Absolutely. to become a teacher, or I have <clears> to, <throat> you know, teach a class, or I have to. Um, Right. Become a doctor with my, like, medical degree. Like, you can do more with right. just that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's, a, like, a very different,
1: like, coming-of-age kind of story. Yeah. Not only because it's, like, reflecting, like, a more realistic idea of what a coming-of-age story is now, but also just... It's... Yeah, it's because... It's and artsy, so it's a very interesting concept-wise. Right. But, it's, it's, but it's more reflective of a current coming of
0: age mm-hmm. which is interesting because the fact that we think of more coming of age stories mm-hmm. as um, when you're high school or like a little younger kind of like just growing feeling out what the world is but right. you don't really see a coming of age story when you're like 25
1: or right. 23
0: or right. whatever and i think that's i think an intri- like a good way to show kids of that age, it's like it's okay to not know what to do. Right. Because and I think l- she even says that a few times in the trailer. She's like, I don't know what I want to do, or exactly stuff like that. Um Bree Larson's voice always throws me off whenever she speaks. Okay. Like it, it's always just a smidge higher than I expect it to be for some reason. Mm. I don't know. When she was in cap when she was playing Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, her voice was like a little higher and I was like you sound so different than what do I what what do I ex- expect, what you expect you to sound? It's like almost like seeing a radio disc or a radio DJ. Oh, yeah. I was gonna, okay, that was intentional. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a radio uh, DJ in real life, yeah. Like and you're uh, like Hello. you're like oh, you look like that, but you sound like that. Like your voice doesn't quite match, match. up with like y- y- you. I don't yeah. know. No, but, like, no, like, she like her voice is always just, like, a smidget higher. I'm like, oh, yeah, you have a higher voice than normal. <laughs> right. Need to not a bad, not just, a bad thing. Not just a bad a thing. Not a bad thing. Brie Larson, if you're listening, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> we love you and your voice. <laughs> you are amazing. In every single way. <laughs> um, so we – she starts to be like, I don't know, she talks with this dude at the copier machine – about figure skating.
1: Right. And she's like, have you... Do you ever always want to do this? And he was like, what? Like, become a figure skater? But then your parents didn't put you in lessons because they didn't have enough money. But now your dream's crushed. And she was like, um,
0: yes. Sure, I guess. <laughs> um, but that's so true. It's so true. It's, like, true to everything. It's, like, we all have this, like, little dream that we have, and, like, as kids, where we want to do one thing where, you know, or then... Dreams get crushed. Mm-hmm. It happens. And no. it's one of those things, it's like, you have to face the rejection of life to move on and to understand that not everything's going to be working out in right. one way or the other. Sometimes right. you're going to be on a path that, you know, might not say, hey, you have to do this. Right. And even if your parents had
1: had enough money to right. send if you to figure skating skills, yeah. you might not have had the actual talent that's required right. to do very much right. with your figure skating because abilities. it's like
0: oh there's always going to be someone better
1: right and if you think about it like if you think about the olympics like we choose five people from the entire
0: united states country filled with over 300 million people right. obviously not every 300 million person skates but a but good still, portion of them do i mean
1: yeah or something like that you know what i mean or like the like U.S. soccer team is right. made out of however like 12, many people 12, are on a soccer like
0: 12 team. 12 professional athletes, I think.
1: I right. Say. I want to say like 12 and think sure. of how many people like play soccer as a child.
0: Everybody, Literally almost. every single person in the United States play has played soccer at some point in their life. Right. So if
1: you think about that, like just because you have this idea, you have this dream, you want to go on this path doesn't always mean right it'll work.
0: I kind of wish this film came out a few years ago
1: because <laughs> it would have been yeah. really nice for me oh, to hear this is
0: <laughs> but anyway but yeah, yeah I mean I think it's like one of those things where it's really describing adulthood and how it, it sucks yeah. but we have to kind of accept it and make it just as good as we can, yeah. you know, make it. Because we all have this idea of adulthood when we're like 15. We're like, when I'm 21, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be doing this. I'll have my life together. And then you get and to 21. I'll have money and yeah. I'll have a stable relationship and I'll be doing this and this and this. And then you get to 21 and then it's like everything's the same as it was before you're like I really liked it when I was 15 and I liked exactly. all these things about I liked it. when things were not when things were the same but I could still not pay bills right <laughs> I liked a little less responsibility I liked a little less financial <laughs> um, but then we get in the trailer to the turning point I want to say which yes. is what the whole film was about um, the magical realism.
1: As I da, like da, da. to say.
0: <laughs> da, 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 da.
1: Kelsey's doing some really great hand motions
0: for everybody. Bird. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interpretive dance, a if you well. will. Um, and she goes and she gets this letter from the delivery man saying, like, this is for you, Kit. And she goes to this place called The Store, mm-hmm. where we have Samuel L. Jackson in a magical pink suit. Which he should wear forever.
1: Kelsey was literally so excited about this from the moment she saw the trailer. Kelsey was like, Samuel L. Jackson's going to wear a pink suit, and I'm so excited. He looks really good in that color. (laughs) He looks really good in that color. He looks great in pink. He should always wear pink. Also, we're teaming up um, Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson together again, which is great. Because then Captain Marvel, they had like... They just really have, good have really good chemistry. Yes, like working together, and they work off of each other very well. And yes. they just uh, they are really, fabulous. They
0: really do. And I read an article, um, and if you watch them in James Gordon's show singing in a car together, also oh so, so great. good. So um, good. So I read an article. So Brie Larson was actually trying to get another actor mm-hmm. to play the, the uh, salesman role of oh, Samuel L. Jackson, but Samuel L. Jackson was like, "Holy shit! Wait, you're you're writing, you're directing a movie. Let me be in it." He looked at the script and was like, "I'm gonna play this part." And she goes, "No, but this other actor, I'm gonna try to get." It. He was he goes, "No, <laughs> they're not gonna take it because I'm going to be playing this role." And she goes okay and that's how like okay so he like wanted to be in the role it wasn't the other way around that's great which is great because he like has so much respect for her which i love because he's such a veteran of the acting community and he's like such
1: like i can imagine him being such a great mentor for mm. her in some mm-hmm. ways um yeah not saying in any way that she needs mentorship or right. anything right but, like like just, that. but like, as a always... younger actor like still like trying to even though she's you know She's amazing. No she's matter what. She's amazing. Why. And he's gotten like many accolades awards, et cetera. But like still. Right. I think it's really
0: good. Um, so he, Samuel Jackson's character says, sell what we, we're here to sell what you need. Mm-hmm.
1: And then she's, and then they're talking about like what she needs and wants and she's like a unicorn. I've always thought about unicorns and all that stuff. And then he was like, you need to build a house for a unicorn. Right. And I was like, a what?
0: I'm sorry, a what now? And she goes, oh my god, I've, ever, I've always wanted one.
1: I know, it was so funny. Like, her, she's got such great, like, facial yes, acting. Yes, yeah, she does. Which, like, I picked up in Captain Marvel, too. Like, she does very subtle things with her face that are really great.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> she knows like, how to, like, Just thinking compare. of, like, a very
1: <laughs> good comparison. So, like, if you think about the amount of facial acting she can do in
0: comparison to somebody like Kieran Knightley who really struggles <laughs> A weird laugh, but yeah. Where Karen like, Knightley can only, uh, we love you, Karen Knightley, but we do, and you did so much we, better. Glad you were there. like, you're so close. Um, where she can only like act with like her, a lot of her, her, her lower face. half of her mandible jaw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't expect you to say that, but I like it because it's accurate. It's, yeah, but like Brie Larson really does a lot with her eyes and her eyebrows, yeah. and like just does she can like with- really
0: like convey emotion to with a very, crowd. It, with very like, small I'm small curious facials. to know if she ever did any like theater work because hmm. that's like the type of thing you're I would right. expect from like a Broadway actor to show be like oh I'm confused but not like in a, like, an overly like obvious way but right. something to like have the audience understand it's like they're confused you know right. what I mean so um no I wonder she might I don't know Bree Larson, if you're listening, please um, email us at too many trailers at gmail.com. We just uh, want to know more about your life. Yeah, come on the pod. Who knows? Please. <laughs> we'll fly ourselves out. <laughs> I'll have no chill. <laughs> Literally, Kelsey will be like, hold it together. And I'll be like, I can't. I can't. Just. I run. cannot. Um, so, but the idea of sell what you need um, is a really interesting concept going back on like the coming of age and adulthood mm. and everything. Mm. It's kind of the idea of what you want versus what is actually obtainable. Right. And so I think this movie will deal with a lot of those... I wonder why. Will I, it, Kelsey? I, mean, I don't know. Will I'll, it? Let, I'll let you know at the end. Um, <laughs> what is actually obtainable in terms of uh, growing up. Yeah. You know. It, this idea of growing up and what you can have and what you can and cannot take from childhood mm. is, I think, a concept wow. what we have to... I think it's an idea that, I think we just have to understand, as young adults, we have to understand, it's like, how can we grow up with still maintaining our personalities mm-hmm. and how to bring it into real life practices yeah. and experiences, because obviously growing up is important, and it is really, like, in we do need those experiences as children to show, like, to have an, a functioning, you know, life, however... Um, we can't continue to be children. Right. I mean, how do you take? I
1: know what mean. So, like, how do you take, sense. Sense. So like, yeah. do you take those parts yeah. of your personality that are so deep rooted to something that might be perceived as childish, mm-hmm. and really translate it and make it still fit into your life as an adult, but in a more uh, like socially and. Um, societally accepted adult manner. Right. So like if you really love, I don't know, if you have an obsessive love about the Avengers (laughs) how do you take that from like what you might have done with that obsessiveness in high school and kind of adjust it, tweak it to still hold that so dear to you and so important to you but how do you keep it in your adult life without
0: seeming like too too young. Too young. Right. There's ways to kind of restructure it and pack it away mm-hmm. or kind of let it show from time to time like granted we live in an era where in terms of accessorizing or mm-hmm. you know fashion yes you can do that but you know you can't really wear you can't always you can't always depends yeah. on like it depends on the context of it where, always you work. Your, yeah. Yeah, you're where you all that. live and everything sometimes you have the privilege of doing that sometimes right. you don't but there are ways to kind of like hint it to yeah. still be able to make you feel as though you're connected. Exactly. And to, to have that, to hold on to the past, but also hold on to the future at the same time. Right. But and, yeah. So hold on to the past and still walk forward. Exactly. It's kind of like forward. a trailing behind you, like an elephant. Kelsey is like, <laughs> I feel like I'm like doing a lot of dance moves today. I you know. are a lot of interpretive dance for Unicorn Store. <laughs> Everything you know I what? expected. It's expected for this movie and trailer. Did the text bother you this week when, like, the text came up throughout the movie, the trailer? Not really. Same. I didn't notice it.
1: Yeah. Until you just said it. Yeah,
0: no, like, I thought it was, like, very well done. It's
1: not, like, in your face. Yeah, when you just said text, though, I was like, like, subtitles? I was like, I turned those off.
0: (laughs) I could hear this trailer today. Um... And I just loved the style and color and composition of the trailer. Yeah. Um, I just loved the colors. It was very colorful. I thought it was definitely, like, from, like,
1: when you first sent it to me and things, it was very interesting title. Like, mm-hmm. it makes sense and stuff like that. But, like, going into it, it's definitely a title that, like... Literally could
0: mean anything. It really can. Oh, by the way, this book is about a girl who wants a unicorn. Like a real life unicorn. I'm just like, we probably should have mentioned Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When she
1: said <laughs> that she was building a stable for her unicorn, she's a literally, she's a like literally a buying a stable. building a stable for her unicorn. Yeah. That she thinks is coming. Uh-huh. Like Agnes in Despicable Me Two, who waits for a unicorn in where somebody lied to her and was like, you can find a unicorn there. And she goes into the, oh my god! Why didn't I make this connection earlier? Okay, <laughs> let's
0: connect movies. Dismichel <laughs> to me too. Wait, wait, does this have a a title? Like like a rainbow connection? It's about unicorns. Unicorn connection? Yeah, because Agnes is like five. Is that what our movie connection corner will be called? The unicorn connection? From yeah. From on? So if it's just
1: a not... Gay related, but it's well, that's a the rainbow connection. connection. That's the rainbow connection. So the unicorn connection is. Sure. I love it. Okay, let's wow. do it. Great, thank you, Pre Larson, for <laughs> inspiring us. Wonderful. um But if you compare, like, the fact that, like, this 23-year-old still has the same wants and desires as this, like, five-year-old in Despicable Me, where she's told, like, oh, if you go here to this forest, that's where you'll find a unicorn. So she, like, does what she thinks she's supposed to do. She leaves out a bunch of candy as bait. She sits there for, like, hours, and her sister's, like, trying to, like, gently let her down and is like, I don't think a unicorn is coming, and I'm not sure. And then, but then a goat comes and the goat has like a little bump on his head or like a little horn in the wrong spot and she's like it's a unicorn it really did come for me be- but like right before she was like yeah i guess you're right and then but then you can see like the childish aspect childish aspect of that where she's like this is now my unicorn and i'm going to make this into what i want it and need it to be Compared to Brie Larson, who is—I don't know how that works out in the end—but she still wants a real unicorn, and she is not five. Yeah.
0: So this—do um, you have any more notes before do, 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 we kind of? No, great. Um, don't reveal too much. Do okay. Not, I'll try and keep not too many spoilers. Not too for many the, spoilers. Okay. So of, of I won't homes, at home and for myself. Um, so I won't reveal the ending then. Um, I did watch this on Netflix it's very easy uh, very easy viewing highly recommended um, especially because it is on Netflix and it's just it's just easy to watch in terms of accessibility um, so the movie is really good I really enjoyed it uh, it it tackles all the themes that we just discussed about in the trailer um, but it does it in a way where it's not overbearing it's not like it's you you have to kind of dig through it just to find a Like, kind of it, but it's still, like, it's still kind of in the forefront, but not at the same time. Uh, But a lot of it, I mean, a lot of the movie is that she wants to do this for herself. She wants to have this idea, and she goes with it, and because of the fact that she knows that she's in this, like, transitional time in her life. Right. And she doesn't quite know what to to do. do with it. So um, I think that's a lot what the movie tackles, and it does tackle a lot of about you know young adulthood, you know not knowing what to do after college or after that time, right? Where you're like, I'm here now. What do I do in the surrounding aspects of in yeah. this place and time? So I think I think it was it was very very good, and I really enjoyed it. I'm definitely. I'm gonna watch it again sometime. I'm not sure when, but if if I have the need to see Samuel Jackson in, in a pink in the pink suit or multi-printed vibrant suits with matching ties Love with uh, with uh, tinsel in his uh, hair, I'll be more than happy to do so. <laughs> so oh, yeah, all right, yeah, great. Well, do you are you gonna watch it on Netflix? Oh, or?
1: Um, yeah, I'll watch it.
0: Yeah, casual viewing or like will you like make a thing?
1: Probably a casual, casual viewing. viewing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Cool.
1: Very excited about it.
0: Great. Great. All right. Well, thank you, Brie Larson, for directing this film. And for, um, and
1: for starring in this film. And
0: starring and being amazing, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a few uh, seconds to break and... Then we'll come back yeah. in a few minutes with the public. Welcome back. Welcome back.
1: Hope you had a lovely...
0: Second? Yeah. To your Second of
1: a break. We had a lovely five minutes. We
0: Um. drank the rest of our drinks, sort of. You still have your drink. (laughs) I drank my coffee, and I am ready to roll. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So
1: we're going to talk about the trailer for the film, The Public.
0: Um, It
1: has just recently been released in theaters. Um, So we'll jump into the the behind-the-trailer facts. Um, so I can talk about the,
0: so, I do, yeah, all right, all right, um, so the director is Emilio Estevez, and he is also the writer, uh, you might know Emilio Estevez from The Breakfast Breakfast Club, (laughs) Club. (laughs) as the jock, yeah, and I think he's related to Charlie Sheen, I think they're brothers as well, yes, I want to say, are they brothers, I think they're brothers,
1: okay, I know that they're related, but I didn't know,
0: I think they're just, because his real name is, like, something Estevez as well, yes, I think you're right, cool, wow, Yes.
1: Yeah, um, Emilio Estevez, who in this movie looks a lot like Steve Carell.
0: Yeah, he, he he's confusing. gone. I guess this the silver fox ish route where yeah. he's like changing his appearance uh, to fit, like I guess, an older person, but like aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like person. to be
1: older, but also still pleasing to the eye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm about it. All right, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Um, Did you? He's um, done
1: some TV. In, yeah. Like, some movie directing and writing, right. but not a lot.
0: I mean, but good for movie, him. This is great, jumping in. Changing it up. I'm glad he's getting back into the acting scene. Yeah. Um, I know he was, like, the 80s Brat Pack yeah, um, a while, and I was really uh, happy to see him back in the spotlight-ish. Right, yeah. Because you just don't know. You know, you, you glance over, like, TV stuff, and you're like, oh, directed by Amelia Las whatever. whatever. So you don't really, like, hear about it yeah. that much. So I'm glad that it's getting... A little bit more up and coming, and getting a little bigger films being produced. Yeah, for him. good for you, Amelia Westerveld. You go, Emilio
1: Westerveld. <laughs> Great work. You 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 do it. <laughs> right. The composer. Thank you. <laughs> um, there's two composers actually. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I think this might be a first. No. I think there's a... No, I think there might be one other one, too. But this is, like, one of few with two composers. Um, The first one is Tyler Bates, and he's pretty familiar. He has done the composing work for Guardians of the Galaxy, John Ah. Wick. Um, But I scrolled through, and I think literally every single one is, like, an action-y film. So I'm like, are you going to do the action scenes in this? Mm. (laughs) Um, Whereas the other composer is Joanne Higginbottom. And she's done some short films, and that. Oh, I haven't heard that name before.
0: Did we speak about her before? I, no. No? She's only done some short films. I feel like Hagenbottom has been a name we've heard before. It
1: could be, but not Joanne. <laughs> Joanne. Not Hagenbottom, comma, Joanne. Jo- Joanne, welcome to the Too
0: Many Trailer Club. So,
1: so happy to have you. Um, so maybe she's doing... Like the, the kind like of the
0: solemnly
1: types of stuff, or like the just going through the motions mm-hmm. of the thing, and then he's doing the action, action, being like close the doors type thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, Kelsey, you have that cast list. For us? I
0: do have a cast list. I was really excited about the cast. I know. Do you want to do your Rainbow Connection? Uh, um, right after I say the the sure. name. Sure. Okay. Great. Is that our theme? <laughs> It could be if he wanted to be okay. I'll, I'll try and match it every single time. Okay. We have Jenna Malone. Who is our rainbow connection! Hooray! Da, 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 da. Um,
1: So Jenna Malone um, has a, um, a mom who is gay. So that's our real life gay connection. But also, uh-huh. <laughs> um, there is a large amount of people in the world that really think that she playing um, Joanna in the Hunger Games trilogy
0: oh, really Is that have who been. she like, is? Okay.
1: You're welcome, Kelsey. Kelsey is was there? like, How is this gonna relate? No, I'm I was like, like who Don't is this? Worry. Why
0: have I heard this name before? A. Oh yeah, B. Jenna, I forgot about that. I completely forgot about the Jenna Hunger Games. Is pretty
1: damn great. I like her a lot. She's great. She should have played game. <laughs> <laughs> in the Hunger Games which is very unsupported by like the majority of Hunger Games fans <laughs> but for your small subsect of a gay Hunger Games
0: fans Jenna. You have the Hunger um, Games fans and then you have the gay Hunger Games fans Yeah, which those, are just like, those like gay a gay ones smart. right
1: there that I'm pointing to that Kelsey's holding in the, the hole. Hole. Um, they would like for Joanna to have dated Katniss
0: Thank you for giving us an insight into the gay fandom. Really
1: <laughs> you are it. so welcome, everyone.
0: Um,
1: okay, you can move along
0: in the cast Great. list. Okay,
1: right.
0: uh, we have Gabriel Union. I love Gabrielle Union. We say it differently. Our We're friendship Gabrielle. is over. No, I'm kidding. Gabriel. Oh, no, Gabrielle. 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 Yeah, because it's... Gabriel's is more of the male type. Um, yeah, sorry. So, anyway. Gab. Gabriel. Gabrielle Union. How can I mess up fucking (laughs) Gabrielle Union? Gabrielle. But you also love Gabrielle Union. (laughs) Yes, I do. Because she's from Bring It On. Yes,
1: of course. I love her so much. She's great on Twitter. Good to know. What is her handle? (laughs) If you just look up Gabrielle Union, she'll come up.
0: And then we have Emilio Estevez. We have Alec Baldwin. Christian Slater. Really going with, like, the 80s rap pack there. Um, Taylor Schilling. You know her from Orange is the New Black. Michael Kenneth Williams very prolific actor, Richard T. Jones, Jeffrey Wright, people know him from Westworld as Bernard, uh, Susanna Thompson, Spencer Garrett, Ki Hong Lee, Jacob Vargas, Carly Tambrowski, Ming Wang, Patrick Hume, Brian Gallagher, and Ray Bourdieu. And then every everyone else is kind of like smaller roles, but it, it's a pretty large cast. It's a, yeah, and it's a pretty good good. Cast. Yes, I agree. I agree. Very exciting.
1: All right, all right. Should we
0: uh jump right in? Jump right in. Right in? Yes, <laughs> let's do it.
1: Um, I loved the opening.
0: The opening was so good. Yes. Um, so the opening is we.
1: You get the opening shot of the library, Mm -hmm. and um, people are coming up to the desk asking for all kinds of random stuff. Do you have a picture, a color picture Picture of George George Washington? Washington. Do you have this? Do you have that? And like, they're all like random stuff that you would never, like, that if you don't go to the library, you're not a librarian, things like that. You would never think that people go up to a librarian and ask for this. Stupid as shit. Right, but it's It's probably like super realistic. I'm
0: sure that they have like a consultant that's a librarian being like, yes, this actually happened. Let me give you some crazy shit that we've been asked Because I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, if you go into a job, you don't realize like that stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Like you don't realize that like four people get stabbed like every day. Right. Like easily. Like if you work in like an emergency room situation, like, or you don't realize that Karen forgot to order the staples again, like, in the office. I don't, I don't know. But, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, if you don't work there, you probably wouldn't know that this is, like, real life. Yeah. And I
1: feel – and It was funny. And it's funny because, like, the wife also thinks the same thing. Right. Amelia like, Emilio uh, wife in the show, uh, Taylor Schilling's character, is like, oh, it must be so nice to just be able to read books at, at work. And right. he's like – And then you s- scroll back, and then – It's so funny. They, like, juxtapose it with that – and then they have the scene where Jenna is oh. trying to get the guy that's naked, like singing and dancing to stop. <laughs> and <laughs> she's like, sir, you, we we're going to need you to put your clothes on. <laughs> and it's just a very like realistic view of like, what is a library to a lot of people in big cities.
0: Right. I just love that scene too, because you she, she's like, he's ruining the song for me.
1: She's <laughs> like so accurate. So yeah. Like, what else would you it's think? Like, of also? course.
0: Um, I, this trailer slash movie is going to be, I feel like, really an interesting ju- juxtaposition between humor and real life political Shit. issues yeah. that people deal with every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, it really introduces the homelessness, homelessness yeah. uh, epidemic throughout the country, especially in this place it takes place in Chicago, yep. and especially the homelessness epidemic. I really, I don't like calling it epidemic, but it kind of, but it is because it just makes it sound like it's like. A disease. disease, but it's not. Um, yeah. It's just like this homelessness crisis, I should crisis. say. oh
1: yeah.
0: Look Great at that. Great job, Kelsey. Um, especially in Chicago and in the dead of winter, which yes. is a huge, huge issue. Um, especially every year. Every year. And every, year. And every
1: year it shocks people.
0: Right, everyone's like, oh my god, I can't believe You're people right. died. I mean, like, but... It happens because there's no proper housing, there's no proper this or that, um, not enough shelters uh, have enough spaces or n- not enough funding, um, nonetheless. Absolutely. Be, and then people freeze to death because, especially now during this time of global warming where we're having all global these global climate change, and exactly. Like that,
1: and we're really having these extreme storms and these extreme, extreme colds negative forty degree winds, especially in
0: like Chicago, right. like, this the happens. Midwest. In the this Midwest was like 2018
1: mid- was. Awful. Negative 50 degrees. was For like, several days in a row. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. It's not fun. But, but like we were saying, like... And then people are like, oh my goodness, you're right. This is such a problem. And then they forget about it all mm-hmm. through the spring, summer, and fall. And then 360 days later, they're like, oh my so god, it's homeless in the south And you're oh like, my oh my god. Yeah,
0: no shit. But this... It, it They literally bring it up within the first 30 seconds of the trailer because there's a homeless man... Asking like, do you have any law books or crime books that can get me into jail for about four months or so until the weather warms up? Yeah. And that is a thing that happens. That's the reason why a lot of people get arrested and put into these you know jails yeah. because they need a place to sleep and they need some food and warm right. like warmth. And it's sad. It is. I hate this. I hate
1: this trailer. I, I love tra- this trailer. But I, I, love hate it, but hate
0: this I hate this trailer. <laughs> I know. And so I think.
1: That's what I was really, like, thought was really good about this trailer is that it's, like, like, libraries in small towns are that, like, picturesque thing, like, idea of, like, a library and, like, what people think of, like, oh, kids go there to get books and all this other stuff. But in big cities, libraries are a place where you see a scene where they're all, like, a lot of homeless people are in the bathroom, like, brushing their teeth and, like, uh, trying to get clean and stuff like that. Um, Because it's a public space. Right. And that's what it is. That's what a library is to a lot of to people. a lot of people, especially in larger cities. Right, because it's just this place where anyone can go and which is right, which, which is, is true. the which is the point which of is the a point. library.
0: Um, um, I do like that the main focus of this trailer. As the trailer goes on, we start to have more of a shift in focus away from Emilio Estevez and onto the homeless people, yes. which I love. Me. Kelsey,
1: Kelsey, can I just tell you that I was so happy
0: because I was like, it
1: doesn't seem like it's going to be a white savior movie. No, it does not. It really seems like it's going to be a lot of like education for like Emilio Estevez and Jenna Malone's character. Yes, in a scene that from the trailer that I really loved was that Emilio Estevez was like to Jenna Malone's character, he was all like, "You're all vivable resistance," and she was like, "This is different than just buying organic groceries." Right. She was like, she was like. In in a term that, like, that's, like, good for a lot of reasons, because it's good, because it's acknowledging that, like, white people do a lot more of saying than doing. Exactly, A, yes. Um, A. B,
0: that some of these issues are a lot bigger. Than just being like, oh, let's help, it you know, just by, like... Getting, like, a grocery bag that's reusable. It's, like, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, the problem is, again, like you just said, a lot bigger than just what you can do. I mean, obviously... Right. You it's, like, the tip help. of the iceberg. Right, exactly. Like, you can only see the surface of right. what's really, like, really deep and rooted into the systematic issues of our country. Oh, well, Kelsey, we're going I, I like love a having a good lot. conversation with you about <laughs> systemic <so> inequality <laughs> in the United States of just America. I love it. Oh, this is... <laughs> Also, why I love this podcast, too, is because it's, like, we can talk about unicorn store, but we can really, like, dig deep. And then we can also dig deep and, like, go a little deeper with issues and kind of sort of match it up sometimes, too.
1: Um, Are we plugging our own podcast? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Um, But that was, and it's such a good, like, call out of, like, putting yourself where your mouth is. Yes. And like I feel like in this time of like millennial time, understand what's wrong with yourself as well in terms of privilege.
0: I want to say is that where you're going. uh,
1: It wasn't, but I like where you're going too. Yeah, like there is a lot of privilege and things like that. But also, I feel like in this like millennial time, we in this year 2019, (laughs) um, a lot of people like say a lot of stuff on social media and are saying a lot of stuff and are. Going to some su- and like, but I There's feel like people things. are becoming
0: more activist. Right, I think
1: like with going to yeah. marches
0: and things like that, but, but you there- can only do so much with going to a march.
1: Right, going to a march is great because you're showing up, you're showing support, and like more bodies is better right. because like it's showing people that look how many people did this, look how many people went to this. It really does speak volumes, but actually just showing up to a march isn't going to tackle a lot of the issues. Right. Like you can go to a march about homelessness, but what are you gonna do afterwards? If you just go home and you keep doing the same things you've always done,
0: it's, it's not, not making change. You're not you're just you're just saying, Oh, I walked a few miles and another person shoots. You know, and right. it, it's Or I like showed right. up to support,
1: but like what are you doing past that? Like I what think, are you actually doing to make that this change?
0: This has a lot about? to do with allyship and like the 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 kind of like the The, uh, the issues with allyship, I mean, obviously being a good, like, being an ally is good, but you have to do more than just, you know, being like, I support these people. You have to, like, kind of step out when people are not being treated, like, correctly, or you have to, you know, put, donate to charities that are reputable, or you have to understand, like, you have to, it's like the whole, or, like, do acts of service, where you're like, Helping out at wherever wherever you can. It's like obviously, like if you can't do it, you obviously have limitations, and that's okay too. Right. We're not saying like we're not saying don't go to marches, don't
1: don't talk about things on Facebook, don't right. Exactly. We are saying those are great things, but
0: there there are people that right exactly, and there are people who just do that too. Right. (laughs) Um. I mean, and like if that's all you're able to do, that's that's fine. fine. That's fine. But if you're able to do more, you're welcome. Uh, If you're able to do more and you don't do it, you're kind of part of the problem too, because you're you're just kind of being like, "I did my of service today. I'm done." Yeah, like I liked some things on. I shared some things on Facebook. Right, right? and you have to do more than that. Right, you have to do things in real life too, to be a good ally and to be like a good,
1: like supporter of these causes. Right. Um, Should we get back to
0: the film? I think we should get back to the film.
1: But um, I can check
0: off a lot of things. Yeah, me too. I, come um, I feel like this movie is going to have a really, really good balance of humor and serious subject. Especially what we see. I don't. I think, I really
1: hope that we've got a little bit more humor than the scenes that we show. Right. That is my concern. I feel... Because I don't want all the humor to be right at the beginning, and then from then I on was, it's super serious. I don't think so, too. I don't think so, because, but I'm just, I, was like, I was like, how could they fuck this up?
0: <laughs> you have to think about that, but... I feel like because of, um, a lot of the humor, not a lot of the humor, a good portion of the trailer is, is the kind of the back half of the film, I want to say. right? And yes. they still had, like, humorous subjects, yeah, right. humorous humor, right. things, where, you know, when Emilio Estevez handed the money... To uh, to the to the, the lead I should say the lead homeless guy I don't know his name I forgot which actor he was I apologize profusely I'm going to look this up right now Guilty's <laughs> like we are not releasing this episode with me saying the, the, the lead homeless, homeless guy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God I think it's his name is Kenneth I want to, uh, Michael Kenneth Williams when Emilio Estevez hands the money to like Michael Kenneth Williams and he goes um, I want you to like Get some food and some like a jacket or whatever. And he goes, "What do you are you telling me what to do with this money?" And he was like,
1: "How do you know what I need?" need. And Emilio Estevez is like, like, "Oh fuck!" And then he goes. (laughs) <laughs> and then they all laugh. But it's true. But it's true. I think like people say, people say that a lot. It's it stigma. is a
0: stigma. And, and it's I, a lot about drugs. It's a lot about drugs. So and people are always like,
1: I'm not going to give homeless people money um, because unless like, I just tell them, s- them to
0: be like, get some food with it. Which or, makes them feel better about themselves and not so much better about the action of just helping right, out. Right. But someone. that sucks for, like, you give it to a homeless person, you give them money, and I then mean, you're like,
1: only Aid. use this for it's food. But systematic- he's like, what if
0: I wanted to buy new socks because my right. feet are frozen? Exactly. And it's like, it's a systematic issue, again. A lot of this has to do with... Oh, God, I, I hate this but I love it, too. A lot of this has to do with the fact that we're trying to fight prejudices within a film. And it works, though. I mean, G- Gabrielle Union, she's a reporter. She's reporting on the fact that a homeless man died, you know, right outside the public library. Because it because wasn't of, being used, used as, as a warming shelter. I mean... I know that a lot of and especially sorry about that um I know that a lot of during this past a po- po- few polar vortexes the information that these warming shelters were not being spread around was a big big issue mm-hmm. and it was circulating on Twitter a lot and you know but not everyone has access to you know, right Twitter or Facebook or social media to know but there were still people that were left outside and froze to death I know that Here, even where we are, there was a person that died in the park, you know, because they froze to death in, like, 20-degree weather, right? right? Because there wasn't the information that was spread it, you know? And I think that's um, something that was horribly misjudged and treated, and especially within, you know, this area. I'm not calling out the Connecticut government, (laughs) but... (laughs) Shit, Kelsey, all right. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is that I think this movie is doing more than just showing a standoff film. Mm -hmm. It's a movie about activism and how we have to treat other people like people, even if they're in shittier situations. And even if it's not something we like, we Mm -hmm. still have to have an empathy towards other people. Anyway, do you have any notes? Damn, Kelsey. (laughs) This is a
1: good discussion. Yeah. Um, I, I, um, this is just such a good concept to create for a movie. Yes. And I'm just so happy that, like, this is going to be out there, and I really hope that people go to see it. Yeah. Um, because it is education, and it is, like, and it's also just, like, a new concept that we really do need to address now. Yeah. It's, like... People always complain that like oh stories like movies now are just repeats or remakes or like they're same they're right. the same um, like themes and plots and stuff. But this is so this new,
0: is so so good. You don't see this and at you all. Don't in, see this very often, right? So, I mean,
1: I'm so I'm really especially
0: even to with it. Unicorn Story, you do not see that type of concept right. of becoming an age film when you're 20 fucking fur years adult or yeah. whatever how old she is in the film. But still, I mean, you don't see that. But but for the public specifically. Um, it's one of those films where it's, like, you don't realize it's an educational film and, like, unless you, like, look a little deeper and you're like, oh, right. I learned something new today. People right. die. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's true. Yeah. I think that, though, even though it is a serious subject, I think they are going to understand where to inject the humor, where to mm-hmm. make it a little lighter because they know it's, like, a really heavy subject. It is. It's a heavy subject. So I'm
1: glad that, you, like you were saying, there should be a good balance between humor mm-hmm. and that.
0: I can't not see Alec Baldwin. Like, I just see Alec Baldwin when he's right. acting. I love you, uh, but uh, I, he's just so mainstream. I mean, I'm glad he's, like, getting back into acting. Exactly. Like, I'm glad he's, like, stepping away from characters Yes. on SNL. Yep. Uh, yep. But I think that it's just, it's like, he's just so in the zeitgeist sometimes. I'm just like... Oh, you were Alec Baldwin. And I couldn't, like, it's not like, I'm right. like... So we'll see in the film yeah. if, like, that changes. Hopefully. It could change. I mean, he could be just like, I'm a cop. i be mean, like, okay, cool, you're a cop. That's awesome. <laughs> or a detective. Uh, he is a cop without a uniform. <laughs> um, Kelsey. Huh. Do you have, sorry, do you have anyone else? No.
1: I think I said all of them. Are you going to see this film? In theaters? <sighs> Maybe, okay.
0: I feel like I don't know if it's just because it's like such a serious subject. It might take me a, like out of the theater experience. Like I won't be able to enjoy the theater experience. Mm-hmm. It's like not more than the film. More like I'm gonna grab a popcorn and a soda and I'm gonna sit down and enjoy. It's like oh, I have a lot to think about. Right. So I might it's watch a this deep, like deep film. Yeah, I might watch this on like. VOD or Amazon Prime I have a feeling that it's going to be like on Amazon Prime versus Netflix it's like one of those films that it's like mm-hmm. this is serious no, hygro film <laughs> yeah but um, so I think it's I'm probably going to watch it at home but still pay money to see it yes because I, I feel like money it's, to go towards it yeah How about you, movie, like theater? I definitely need to
1: pay to see it. Right. But now that you're, and I was like, I'm going to see it in theater because this is important. But also, like, I get what you're saying, but I, so I'm not sure if it's like more important for me to give this money towards its box
0: office amounts. Right. Or Or just like, just giving it like the net total. Right. Okay. Um, But I'm definitely going to see this. Like you, yeah, same. Like I want to see this, but. I might see it in theaters. We'll see. Okay. Let me know. Okay, we'll make plans. We'll make plans. Plans in a podcast. Great. Um, <laughs> so, that's the end of our trailer talk. Yeah. Oh, All right. Wow. That was a solid 50-something minutes. Boom. Um, right. So, let's do a little business. Yeah. All um
1: right. If you would like to... Comment back to us. Interact with us on the
0: interwebs. Never say you that. Can, again.
1: Okay, I <laughs> we record this. All right. No, no, you can. Keep no, that. we can. We can. We can scratch nope. right over it.
0: <laughs> this is all being kept
1: in. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, we you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Too Many Trailers. So that's T W O Many Trailers,
0: and that's where you can find us. Find um, us. And then. If you want to email us and if you have, like, longer thoughts about Unicorn Store or uh, the public, feel free to email us at uh, too Many Trailers. that's trailers at gmail.com, uh, or if you have any other questions or concerns uh, about any other past episodes, mm. feel free to email us oh, yeah. whenever, 2 a.m. in the morning. We'll get it when we wake up. Sure. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine.
1: Um... And then you can always rate and review us on iTunes mm-hmm. or can.
0: on Anchor, Overcast, uh, If to write, like subscribe. Yeah. Every other week, we post episodes and intermittent bonus episodes uh, will be posted. Uh, but every other Tuesday, uh, we post our wonderful little show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Any closing words before I leave us off into the abyss of life? I don't think so. But if you want to give your... My parting ways. Yeah. um, Just remember, don't judge a movie by its trailer. Leave that up to us. Have a great rest year whenever the day is. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.